It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is the blogger story, part, um, part... I can't believe this happened to me a second time. <sighs> Leah, you tell her. Okay, part 36. Uh-huh. Part 36. I can't believe I'm here, Leah thought. She stroked the soft leather of the steering wheel. It felt amazing. She sat back and noticed how comfortable the chair was. Everything about this car was amazing. Leah couldn't believe she was sitting in it, or had been driving it for the last half hour. She had just parked on a Sanders Tech guest spot in the underground car park of the massive skyscraper. Emily had told her to wait here giving her instructions on how to get past security. And sure enough, when Leah had driven up to the security guard's booth and had given him her name, he had opened the gate straight away. Leah had been surprised by the size of the parking lot and had no trouble finding an empty spot marked with a guest plate. It was now 10.50 a.m., but Leah felt like it was five in the afternoon already. She had been up since 6 a.m. when Emily's alarm clock oh. had gone off. Oh. What's that? My alarm. They had spent the night at Emily's hotel in Chicago. We need to get up. And had frantically started carrying stuff down to Emily's new car. I'll take your suitcase. Just 30 minutes after waking up. All right, I'll take the suits. They had had a plan. Okay. And they had been excited. We can do this. Leah stepped into the underground parking lot of the hotel, carrying one of Emily's two suitcases. Emily was walking a few feet in front of her, with three suit bags. She was wearing another suit for her meeting with Eric in a few hours. Leah admired Emily's lean and classy look. 
It kept surprising her how different Emily seemed when she was dressed for work. She looked so imposing, so serious. Leah wasn't sure if she would have ever fallen for this Emily. Yes, of course you would have. You did. She reminded herself as she reached Emily's car. Leah smiled, remembering the very first time she had seen Emily on the street in Brussels. Had she been wearing this very same suit? Leah wasn't sure. Okay, let me She see. put down the suitcase and shifted her attention to the car. I can't believe you did that, Leah said. Emily was rearranging some things in the trunk. Did what? She asked, without turning around. Just walk into a fancy car dealer and buy a car on the spot, Leah said. Emily shoved her other suitcase to the side. I did my research. For five minutes on your smartphone, you mean? Emily turned around now and put one hand in her pocket. I already knew what model I wanted. I just had to find a store that had it in stock. Leah let her eyes roam over Emily again. Are you staring at my suit? Emily asked. Leah's head snapped up, and she smiled apologetically. Sorry. You just look... Beautiful, she said. Emily shrugged. I kind of want to get out of this suit as soon as possible. Leah stepped in front of Emily. She slid her hands under Emily's jacket. The fabric of Emily's blouse was incredibly soft. Leah brushed her cheek against Emily's. I lo- like you even more in jeans she said. Emily leaned into Leah's embrace. You ready to leave? she asked. Oh, yeah, Leah said. I can't wait. Leah pulled her hands back. We're having breakfast together, right? Emily stroked up and down Leah's arms. Yes, let's get everything in the car so we can go and have some pancakes. Leah tugged at one of Emily's belt loops. Are you nervous for your meeting with Eric? Emily pursed her lips. She seemed to be considering her reply. Leah waited patiently. Yeah, I guess, Emily said. But mostly because I want to get it over with and get on the road with you. Leah had a hard time believing that. Anyone walking away from a career as important as Emily's had to feel nervous right now. She didn't push it, though. Are you sure it will take only two hours? Don't worry. Just pick me up at 11 a.m. and we're off. Leah played with the buckle of Emily's belt. Mm, okay. She stepped aside and started to pick up the suitcase she had been carrying. No, no, let me do that, Emily said. She grabbed the suitcase and put it next to her other suitcase and Leah's backpack. 
There, all set. Emily closed the trunk. She checked the time on her watch. We've got about an hour before I have to leave. Leah looked at the car parked next to Emily's new one. You sure you got everything out of there? She pointed at the Sanders Tech company car. Yeah, don't worry. You comfortable with driving to Sanders Tech with my new one? Leah wasn't comfortable at all. What if she wrecked Emily's brand new car in the busy Chicago traffic? (laughs) Emily laughed. Your face says no. Leah's cheeks went hot. Well, you know, it's big and it's new. Emily grabbed Leah's hand and entwined her fingers with Leah's. Come on, let's go back. I need food. She pulled Leah along towards the elevator. Leah suddenly felt very nervous. She wasn't even sure why. The last 30 hours had been somewhat overwhelming, she admitted to herself. After their talk in the supermarket, the day before yesterday, everything had gone so fast. Leah had already started packing, while Emily had made carrot soup. They had agreed to leave early in the morning the day after. Emily had found a car dealer in Chicago that was open and would allow her to buy a vehicle for immediate use. But they had to be there by one in the afternoon. So Leah had not had much time to prepare for this trip. She was lucky Tony had been home. After talking to him for a minute or two, basically telling him she had no idea when she would be back, Tony had agreed to take care of her plants. Leah had promised to bring gifts from her trip, and then had quickly gone back to packing. After eating the soup, which was perfect, and talking about the trip a bit more, Emily had dragged Leah to the couch, and then to bed. Leah had slept surprisingly well, despite her excitement about the trip. Emily, too, had just collapsed in Leah's arms. Leah had wanted to stay awake and watch her beautiful girlfriend sleep. But she just couldn't keep her eyes open. Where is that elevator? Yeah, it's taking a while. Yesterday had been a happy blur. They talked the whole time they were driving up to Chicago. At the car dealer, buying the car had only taken two hours, since Emily apparently had prepared well. Leah wasn't sure when she had done all that. She had tried to stay away while Emily negotiated and discussed the paperwork. But Emily had quickly called her over, so Leah could get added on the insurance. What? Why? Leah had asked. You will have to drive this car to the hotel, Emily had said. The new one? Leah had squealed. Yeah, you're not allowed to drive the company car. Sorry. Leah had had a feeling Emily had thought all of this through a lot more than she had. So she had agreed. 
and they had arrived at the hotel in separate cars around 4 p.m. Emily with the company car, and Leah scared shitless in the brand new car. Emily had giggled when Leah had hopped out looking pale and shaky. Never do that to me again, Leah had said. Oh my God, I was so scared driving your new car. I'll make it up to you, had been Emily's reply. And she sure had. Come on. Leah smiled when she thought of last night. Something had seemed different under the covers in the hotel. The sex had been so... Intimate. Uh-huh. It had made Leah want to say all sorts of things. I think things she shouldn't be saying this early. Finally, Emily said. Leah followed her into the cabin, now considering if they should have breakfast in bed. Let's go. She wanted a lot more than breakfast, of course. But there was no time. You suddenly look dangerous. Emily said. Leah's eyes locked with Emily's. I do? Emily nodded slowly. Yeah. You have that same look in your eyes as when you... The elevator halted, and before Emily could finish her sentence, the door started to open. A man in an expensive-looking suit stepped in. Morning. He mumbled. Good morning. Morning. Leah leaned against the mirror and kept her eyes on Emily's. Her brown eyes seemed even darker than usual. Heat ran through Leah's veins. She bit her lip and arched one eyebrow. Emily responded with a wicked grin. The newcomer had his back to Emily and Leah so he couldn't see what they were doing. But Leah still didn't dare touch Emily. So she just kept staring, wishing they were on their way to the hotel room rather than the breakfast bar. Okay, I'm here, Emily. Leah checked the time. Eleven. Emily should be here any second. She would come down, get into the car, and they would drive off into the sunset. sunset together. Emily had joked before she gave Leah a sweet goodbye kiss. See you soon. Leah looked around to see where the elevator was. She found it to her right and was happy to see she could easily keep an eye on it. Her phone buzzed. She hoped it would be Emily. But once she unlocked her screen... She saw it was her mom. Oh. Leah had thought of her mom while lying on the hotel bed earlier, after Emily had left. She had gone back to the room for a final check and had decided she had time to lie down for a bit. A feeling of guilt had suddenly come over her. Her mom didn't even know Leah was in Chicago, so she had called her mother immediately not quite sure what she would say. Leah had been relieved when her mom didn't pick up. 
Now she had had an excuse to send a message instead. She had chewed on what that message should be for several minutes. In the end, she had gone with, Mom, I'm going on an unexpected vacation, a road trip, with someone I really, really like. Now Leah's mom had replied with a simple, Is this the woman we talked about? Leah grinned. Her mom never missed a beat, did she? She typed, Yes. yes. The message was marked as read as soon as Leah sent it. Her mom still had the chat window open, Leah assumed. She's already typing. Leah held her breath while she waited for her mother's reply. She assumed it would be another question. Or a lot of questions. But then her mom's message already arrived. Enjoy every second, honey. Leah's chest almost ached with love for her mother at that moment. She knew her mom had to be worried or have questions. But this message was what Leah had really needed. She swallowed slowly. Leah sent off a quick, Thank you, Mom, and put her phone down. She stared in the direction of the elevator on the right. There was no one else in the parking lot right now, and the main lights had switched off. She considered switching on the radio, but decided against it. She wanted to be able to hear if anyone walked towards the car, or if her phone rang. She checked the time on the car's dashboard. 11.05. Leah sat back in the comfortable chair. She rubbed her hands on her jeans and took in a deep breath. Why was she so nervous today? It was like her heartbeat picked up every five minutes or so, and she had no clue why. What's wrong with me? Ah, Claire. She still hadn't talked to her best friend. She hadn't even sent her a message to let her know she had left with Emily. Leah was sure Claire had sent her emails by now, about work. But she hadn't checked her inbox. Might as well now, she thought. Emily wasn't here yet, and a quick look wouldn't hurt. Maybe she could shoot Claire a short email about the trip. She was still too angry at her friend to do much more. Leah picked up her phone again and tapped on the email icon. Sure enough... Five recent emails from Claire were waiting for her. Leah scanned the titles and saw all of them were work-related. This pissed her off. She had hoped Claire would take the first step to make things right. But apparently not. Unless Claire had added something to one of the work emails. Leah quickly opened the first one. It was about a review they had to publish the next week or so. Claire would test the new device, write the review, and Leah would do the editing. Under the schedule Claire proposed, Leah found a P.S. message. It said, Look, I know I was wrong, but I felt left out by you. 
I understand if you're still angry. I kind of am, too. I am sorry for the way I behave towards Emily, though. I really am. Leah reread the message a couple of times, and then let out a frustrated breath. She really didn't want to be in a fight with Claire. But she wasn't ready to talk about this either. She would send a reply about work and tell Claire about her trip, she decided. But the real conversation about what had happened would have to wait. She didn't see why they couldn't be in touch about their work in the meantime. So Leah started tapping on the screen. Hey, Claire. Thanks for the schedule. Deadline for the editing is fine. I also want you to know, I'm going on a trip with Emily for a couple of weeks. Don't worry, I'll work early in the mornings. This is really important to me, Claire. Emily is. I hope you'll try to understand. Leah. She hesitated, but then just hit send. It would have to do for now. Leah hoped Claire would not reply until she had thought long and hard about what she would say and that she would really try to understand. Leah looked up from her phone when she heard a door close in the distance. She straightened when the light switched on. She was already smiling. She didn't see anyone coming out of the elevator on the right, though. But maybe there was another entrance. Leah checked the time. 11.15. Yep, this had to be Emily. Leah turned to look through the driver's window to see if she could spot her approaching from the other side. She didn't see anyone. Leah put her phone away on the dashboard and hoovered over the passenger seat to take a better look on that side. She leaned on her right hand to keep her balance. There really was no one there either. Leah narrowed her eyes and tried to focus on the hallway with the elevator in the distance. Had she seen movement? Or was she imagining things? Then she heard an engine start in the distance. Shit, maybe it wasn't Emily after all. Leah pushed herself back into her seat on the driver's side of the car. She glanced at the clock again. Twenty past eleven. Okay, it wasn't that late yet. Maybe Emily needed to go to the bathroom or pick up some stuff in her old office before she came down. Leah grabbed her phone and checked her messages. Nothing. Something told her that was odd. If Emily said she would be down by eleven, she would be down by eleven. And if for some reason she couldn't make it, she would have let Leah know, Leah thought. Especially now. Emily knew Leah was waiting for her. Emily knew Leah was sitting here in a new car, with the trunk full of their luggage, ready to drive off. If I was waiting in a train station, like in the old movies, I would be worried by now. Leah thought. 
but she was not sitting on an old wooden bench. She was in Emily's car, with Emily's stuff. So this was different, right? Being stood up was not an option. The lights in the car park switched off again. Leah checked if the doors of the car were still locked. They were. She was getting more nervous. 11.25 a.m. Leah reminded herself 25 minutes really wasn't that much of a delay. Except that Emily had said she'd probably be waiting for Leah by the time Leah arrived at Sanders Tech. Why hadn't she been? Why was she still not here? Leah looked at her phone again. Still no new messages or missed calls. She checked the reception. It looked fine. She tossed the device aside. Damn it, she said. Was this Eric guy keeping Emily upstairs? No. He wanted to get rid of her as much as Emily wanted to leave. Had Emily changed her mind? Was she upstairs, thinking how to tell Leah? That seemed a lot more likely. Maybe I've just had this feeling. Maybe that's why I've been so nervous, Leah thought. She stared at the dashboard. Its white digital numbers said it was now 11.30. (sighs) This was part 36 of The Blogger Story and episode 49 of The Lesbian Romantic. And yes, I had to look that up as well. So that means 50th, wow, 50th episode next week. Now, what would be great to celebrate 50 episodes? You can guess. If you like this podcast, please leave a review or rating on iTunes. Okay, while I was recording and editing this episode, I got this awesome question on the Q&A section of the discussion board, so I thought I'd do something different this week. Okay, wait, first, this music. I need different music. Q&A, Q&A, Q&A. So, this week's question. No, just kidding. I'm not going to do this every week. But still, this week's question by Laline, and please let me know if I pronounce that right. The question. It has been over a year since you started this adventure. In that time, how have you changed as a podcaster slash storyteller? What have you learned about yourself during the process? Uh-oh, that's a difficult question. Um, I have learned that podcasting and storytelling is... A lot of work. You do not get away with just improvising. I have learned that I am not an author. I get a lot more energy and discipline even when I'm working on this audio stuff. It's just more my form of storytelling, I guess. When I just write, I give up pretty easily But if I'm creating these stories in audio, I just find myself, well, I keep going. (laughs) I can't stop. 
But I can't stop here with this question right now. I'll answer it in full on the discussion board. So thank you for that question. Oh, one thing. My wife um, wanted me to say, I learned how much I love my wife. So there, honey. Enough of this. Thank you so much for listening. That's actually another thing I've learned You are amazing. Thank you so much for all your support, and I will see you again next week.